Have you ever wondered what hypnosis might be and what it can do for you? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere with your host, Inez Simpson. This is the show that talks to everyone from the experienced practitioner to the cautiously curious and, yes, even the skeptics. Now, here's Inez Simpson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hypnosis Everywhere. And I have another what we call a Simpson Protocol practitioner on today, and she's using it in a different way. Last week, we had Christoph on, and he told you how he uses Simpson Protocol. I'm showing you there's a big slate, and it goes from anything from very medical stuff to all the way to very metaphysical stuff. And I've chosen to ask Jackie on because she's great at what she does, and I'm going to give it over to you. Jackie, can you give him just a little bio and how you came to hypnosis and what you perceive hypnosis to be to you, because that's usually what we start with. All right. Well, thanks, Ines. Uh First of all, thank you for having me on your show. I'm um, thrilled to be here. Um, my name is Jackie Balog. I'm located in Calgary, Alberta. Um, I fell into hypnosis kind of by accident. Um, I left a nursing career after I became disillusioned with the system a little bit. And I still wanted to work in the healing arts and I wasn't sure what to do. And so um, I started taking some coaching classes and that kind of led me to a new platform. And then all of a sudden hypnosis fell into my lap one day, literally a flyer fell in my lap and um, I decided, oh, I'm going to try this. And um, you know what? It, it just fits. And I'm able to uh, continue to do the healing work that I do um, in a much deeper and in a much more meaningful way for my clients. So that's kind of how I got into hypnosis. And what it means to me, um, hypnosis to me is amazing because it's all about choice. It's all about the client coming to me and saying, this is my problem. And then me being able to give them the option of choosing to fix that problem, go in and do some healing work, forgiveness work, whatever needs to be done in order to release that. And then, of course, the reward is that I get to see my clients moving forward in positive, permanent ways um, and leaving that sort of mess behind them which is wonderful that's 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 the perk for me and the biggest word there just for the people listening is choice because um people will come (laughs) they want it fixed they'd like you know and they say well can you do the magic wand thing aren't you guys hypnotists can't you fix it no yeah the magic wand doesn't work (laughs) (laughs) it broke (laughs) broke. yeah the magic wand's inside the person it is yeah, and that's the magic of, of doing hypnosis work. I mean, there's, there's so many, you know, fallacies out there about what hypnosis is and kind of, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that people have seen and heard about hypnosis. But what it really boils down to is it's the client choosing to do the work for themselves and then choosing to, you know, let go of or incorporate things into their lives that are going to make sense to them and are going to work moving forward. Yeah, so it's always about choice to do something about it. And yes. uh, if the desire is strong enough within the person, they usually make the right choice, but they're not there's a wrong choice. Maybe it's wrong for them to fix it at the time. <laughs> but, yeah, well, that's true. Uh, I mean, it's so it's uh, totally up to the client, and, and there's no pressure on the client to make the choice we want. There's always the choice that they want. That's right. That's right. And, the, you know, with with uh, Simpson Protocol Hypnosis, um, my, my choice is to just allow the client, so hold the space for them to make their choices. Yeah. So yeah. I'm kind of taken out of the equation. I call myself the hypnotic tour guide 
And that's basically what I do. I guide people to make their choices and and do what it is that they want to do that's going to work for them to their highest benefits. And I think that's when we become really good at what we do is when we follow the guidance. We're leading. We're guiding, supposedly. We're not ever leading them, but we're guiding them. And when they do, we'll guide them. So it's just a, it's a very fine line of just uh, giving them options. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and those options are limitless. I mean, um, you know, the sky literally is the limit. There's past life, there's age regression, there's spiritual hypnosis, there's, you know, working on building up your strengths, there's letting go of things, there's forgiveness, there's, you know, you know, resolving things that are going on in the past with loved ones. There's, you know, the, it, it makes my head swim trying to think of all of the things that hypnosis is yeah. good for. Plus, we deal, and you with the um, nursing background, we understand that, you know, all the things that we have as disease or disorders of any kind, is yes. a lot of emotion is attached to all of that. And mm-hmm. the emotion level is much more appeased and, and, and shifted and done with um, hypnosis. So even if you are in the medical field and you're having an operation, you're having everything, it's always 75% at least of what needs to be done for you to accept the healing after the surgery and all those things. So it's a large aspect from very um, medical things that need to be addressed and added to. We're not saying go, don't see your doctor, don't do this, don't do that. We're not donters. Um, not at all. What we are is want to know what your options are, what you want to have, and we work with you. Absolutely. It's a very holistic approach in that way because medical doctors are there to perform medical practice and nurses are there to recuperate your body while you're in hospital. And then you get home from the hospital and you've got all this emotional stuff going on. Maybe you've got some disabilities now or maybe things are changing or you know, maybe there's a lot of trauma that puts you in the hospital in the first place. And so, yeah, you're right. There's all these emotions and there's these feelings and there's all this stuff that just comes up. And what do you do with that? I mean, then you're going back to the doctor and you're getting on more medications for, you know, anxieties and depressions and those sorts of things. When really all of those things are inside of us that they're quite easy to release just by, you know, by working with. Once the person's made that choice, it's very easy to release. Uh, Yes. if the choice isn't um, made by that person that they're wanting to do that, we could stand on our heads and it wouldn't do anything. Absolutely. That's why we say to people, we can't do anything against what you want it done. No. Make sure no. you want it done. Otherwise, you know, uh, uh, and people don't understand that. Well, of course I want it done. But it, it requires that. work. It requires work. And it's, it's your work. It's, it's for you. I can attest to that myself. I mean, I've, I've had my own challenges and I've had to do the work and I've had to face some pretty hard truths about some things in my life and, you know, make some big changes. And I'm happy that I've done it. I mean, my life is so much better, but absolutely. I mean, it, it's one thing to, to bring a horse to the trough. It's a completely other thing to get them to drink. So, you yeah. know, yeah. That analogy always yeah. kind of runs through that's, my... That's kind of work, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Martin says a Calgary analogy, but it's really a world. Well, world. yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Calgary girl now. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I'm going to let you sort of ramble on about what, because you really are good at what you do. 
And so to give a little bit of a gist of, we'll start it off and then we'll continue in the next segment. But to really start off where what you've chosen to do with SIMSA protocol mostly, not that you, you still address everything that comes in, but as your specialty, what, do you, what is it that you're really working with? Yeah, you're right. I, I, I work with anything, anything and everything that comes to my door. So, and that ranges from whatever you bring to my door, I can, I can work with. Um, but my special, especially enjoy um, age and past life regression. Um, I love going and I, I love hearing the stories as you're going through that. And I love being able to, you know, provide you with the guidance to get there and then the tools that you need to do the healing and forgiveness work that needs to be done to let go of those things. And my, one of my special, um, one of the things I really love to do is um, what's what I call hypnomediumship. So as a medium, um, I'm able to now give my clients the experience of being their own medium in hypnosis and connecting with those loved ones that have passed and doing the healing work, forgiveness work, getting the messages that they need for themselves, as opposed to me trying to interpret what's going on and, and having to clarify it, they're getting all of that They're getting it first to their filter instead of through your filter. Absolutely, yeah. And that's so much better for them because then they're getting what they need as opposed to trying to guess, you know, what's going on. And, and, you know, because mediums, often we get fragments of information or we get get smells or sensors or little pictures. And then we have to try and figure out what that is. And we're constantly, you know, leaning on the client and saying, do you understand this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Hypnomediumship's awesome because I just guide you to the place and you do the work yourself and you yeah. get to connect with those loved ones in the most appropriate way for you. So and it, and it works very well because I know in the past I'm not a medium in any sense of the word, but if people were uh, not getting past their grief, things like yeah. that, they they needed to do that and have access to those people. Yes, and it it works in hypnosis very well. It does, yeah. So if you're in the grieving process and you're really having problems letting go or you feel like you haven't got a connection or that you're overconnected in some ways, this process allows you to um, go into hypnosis to choose to do the work and to connect with those loved ones that you really need to connect with and, and resolve those issues uh, beyond the grave, which, which is a, an amazing tool. Um, for the grieving process to, to move that along. It is. And also, that you know, there's so many people who've said, well, I never had got to say this to them. I never got the, you know, I never had the yeah. closure. And actually, hypnosis, uh, the way, especially the way we do it, is very uh, great at doing that. Yes, yes. So typically, you know, when I do a session of hypnomediumship, I, I, I bring in the, the visitations first that part's taken care of. And then there's all this stuff that's brought up afterwards. And so then after that, it's basically all about the client and they can go in then and choose to release, to forgive, to move forward in a more positive way and have, you know, have the, have the visit and then do their own clearing. And it just makes it a much more um, resolved issue because they've done the work in both aspects. Yeah. So, Hypnomediumship, uh, you've been doing it for a while since you, cause you, since you started SP, and yes. it's growing quite a bit, isn't it? I mean, your business is growing a lot because it, there's a lot of people interested in that. Yeah, there's a lot of people that want to connect with their loved ones, and there's a lot of people that go to mediums, and that's spectacular, you know, that, that wanting to have that connection and that wanting to know and that belief system that there is something beyond 
um, beyond death. Um, What I really love is that they are allowed now, they are allowed to choose to have that experience for themselves. Yeah. And I just guide them. And that's fantastic. So I can stay out of the whole entire thing and just hold the space while they do, while they do what they need to do. You know, I'm always joking about calling myself the lazy hypnotist, but it's really, that's all I really have to do is, is, is sit there. And as we call holding space, we call that, uh, mm-hmm. maybe we can see, define that a little bit. I'm not really sure if I can put a, a words to it. Yeah. But it's always being present for that person. And, you know, you are in rapport, so you are in connected. And yes. that's sort of what we call holding space. I think it might, anything you add to that? I think it's just that, you know, we're the physical connection to the conscious world. So when they're in, a lot of people maybe don't understand hypnosis or they don't know much about it. And so we're just that physical connection. Our voice is there, our presence is there, and everything is good. Um, So I think that, you know, having that, having that connection, it, it makes it a lot easier for the client because they know they're not alone. They can hear us. They're conscious, those sorts of things. Okay, so guess what? We need to go to break. So here we go and see you on the other side. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at InezSimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. 
So uh, I'm going to open a little bit of a Pandora's box. It's right. Uh, Pandora's box is never little. <laughs> I know. And, you know, the, the whole thing is um, many people have belief systems in nothing. Many people have belief systems in a particular thing, aspect, totally. Um, so in hypnosis and Simpson protocol, what we say is just be open to possibility. We don't ask you to do anything and believe in anything, including mediumship and including past life and including and see what your mind brings up for you. So then we get back into what Bob Burns calls real or imagined. When he does this one, he's always talking about whatever, whoever comes up or whatever comes up, it's re- whatever's real or imagined to you. So he, that's for the people who um, want, are saying, well, I don't believe in this stuff. And it gives them, because in hypnosis, imagination and reality are the same. So we're not even saying you're going to imagine it either. It's, it's a, I don't know, I'm sort of stuck here. It's, it's open to your mind. The mind will give you exactly what you need. Yes, absolutely. Um, so with regard to, say, a past life regression, um, most people, you know, if you believe, whether you believe it or not, and you come to me and you say, you know what, I'd like to explore my past life. So that's, that's great. That's wonderful. However, you're going to go where your mind takes you. And, and I work with the higher mind. So it's not your conscious mind that's taking you there. It's your higher mind. And then your higher mind is giving you kind of consciously some awareness of what's going on so that you can kind of understand the story and tell the story. You may see it as a movie playing. You may only hear it. You may, you know, you may, you may just get glimpses or just a knowing of it. Mm-hmm. But even if you don't believe in it, absolutely being open to the idea that there is, is, is just is just the trigger that you need. It's just being open to it. And it's the same with spiritual hypnosis. Um, you know, not everybody that comes to me obviously wants to explore spiritual work, and that, that's fine. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm willing to work with anything and everything that comes across my doorstep. The nice thing about it, though, is, is, just, is just choosing. And your higher mind is going to say to me, yes, we can explore this, or no, we can't. And so your higher mind has a, you know, it, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the connection to kind of everything that is, if you will. And it's, it's part of you. So if you're really stuck in a belief system that you don't believe in life after death or you don't believe in past lives, there's a good chance that your higher mind probably may not take you there. And that's okay, too. It's, it's all about, like I said, it's all about the client and it's all about their choice and what they want to do. Yeah, and, you know, the higher mind as we call it, because, you know, the conscious, maybe 10% of what our consciousness. Absolutely. Not much. And most people say it's less. So um, or give it 10%. So <laughs> that 10% of you hasn't got the metaphor, hasn't got the symbols. What do you dream in? What do you do? All that. That's in the rest of your mind. So, yes. you know, and the aspects of the mind are astounding. We don't know that much about it yet. It's still a, frontier to cross i mean it's going to be an infinite possibilities yes absolutely Um, absolutely so i think that's really important so i'd i'd like to talk a little more about mediumship because um our our listeners don't know much about hypnosis most of the time and they don't and we also have the skeptics of course so let's lean a little on letting them say talk to them a little bit too 
All right. Um, So what I say to the skeptics is your belief system is yours, and I completely and 100% respect that. All I ask is that if you come to me and you ask me these questions, is that you're open to understanding for yourself, not for me, for yourself. So what we discuss is completely for you to process and understand in your own way. Now, when I work with mediumship, generally outside of hypnosis, um, I usually, I see auras, I see images, I smell things, I hear things, and then I have to kind of interpret that and then give it to the client and say, okay, I heard, I smelled smoke. So did somebody, was this, was there a fire related to this? You know, those sorts of things, for example. And in the hypnosis, uh, the hypnosis is, is a wonderful thing for me because it's taken me out of the equation so that the client can then, with their imagination or reality, as you, you know, they're one and the same, they will kind of process that information based on their own understanding of the situation and their own um, imagery. Uh, you know, some people are very, ima- very image-based and they dream in color and they see a lot of things and that's great. Some people hear things, some people smell things, some some people have a combination of those things and that's okay. The higher mind is going to give them the information that they need in the most appropriate way for them to understand it, to take it inside of themselves and to figure that that out. And and let's talk a little bit about that because people all expect that they're not all, never all and never none. But right. everyone... Um, that doesn't know much about hypnosis comes and what they know is that they see it on TV and those people see it in living color and they see it in a movie. Now, the the reality is that about only 20% of people are visual. So most of you are not going to get it that way and your expectation will actually hold you back from getting the information. Yes, absolutely. Allow it to come to you the way you it comes. It is. It is. And it's it's about really paying attention to all of your senses. And I always really encourage my clients when they come and see me, let all of your senses just do what they do. If you smell something different, oh, or if you hear something different, oh, that's different. Or if you even if you see something, that's great. Even if it's just a knowing, something comes okay. into your mind and you just know or you can sense it. That's something different, and that's what you need to be paying attention to. So as a medium, it's very it, it's kind of like explaining to them how I do things when I as the as the medium. So it's all about just exploring those senses. If there's anything that's different or anything that pops into the mind, that's something that you need to pay attention to because that's the information that's being sent to you to be processed by you. And that's what I always uh, say to clients is, you know, when something pops into your mind, it's not there for nothing. Right. It's your mind communicating with you. Don't just second guess it and don't tell us about it. Well, if you ask you the know, question, you need to expect yeah, the answer yeah. in whatever way is most appropriate. And that's the thing with the higher mind. The higher mind is always going to give us the information in the most appropriate way. And hypnomediumship and past life regression is nothing. No, there's no difference in that than anything else. It's going to give it to us in the most appropriate way. I love this skeptic. I was teaching once and one of my client uh, students at the time did not believe in past life regression. So I said, well, let's just see what happens. Mm-hmm. So, um, and he said, well, if anything, it'll be because I always wanted to be a gladiator when I was a kid, and I'm sure that's what we'll go to. And <laughs> but of course, we didn't do that. We went back in time, and he was on a ship, 
that was he was 14 years old and everyone had scurvy and had died and he was left alone on the ship and he was in process of dying of course uh-huh. and so that really blew his mind afterwards because he said well I don't even believe in this and it happened exactly exactly so. <laughs> and consciously I mean consciously because you're not asleep you're yeah. aware of those things, and, and that's coming from you. I'm not giving you any suggestion whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So anything that comes into your mind or any of your other senses is yours. So now you now, now you got to do a little bit of sleuthing, just like a medium would do. you got to do a little bit of sleuthing. And it's easier if you can do it for yourself because those things, if you really think about it, are memories or fragments that you know about. Yeah. So it's a lot easier for you to figure it out a lot faster and get a lot further with your sessions than it is for yeah. me. I, I really think it does a lot more because they are, if the desire is there, the higher mind will address it. If yes. there's no desire there and it's just words, you may not get it. Exactly. And the nice thing about Simpson Protocol, you know, I practice Simpson Protocol. If somebody comes in and they're really hesitant about that stuff, you know, I, I can, I, 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 I kind of tailor the session to what the clients come there for. I may touch on a little bit of that stuff. And if I get a no, that's fine. No problem. We move on. To oh, yeah. We, whenever we get a no to that, we all move on because it's not ours. It's always exactly. them. Doing it. so, yeah. I never yeah. force it on. And I have a lot of people, of course, because I work in this area, there's a lot of people that know about it and they want that. And so they seek me out and this is what they want. But there are people that come to me and say, quit smoking. Yeah. Okay, great. Let's work on that. We don't need to go into all the other stuff. If you don't want to, that's fine. So it's nice. It's it's surprising. It is surprising sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Very surprising. And it, even the client, you know, I've had, I've had a few clients come out of sessions like looking at me thinking, what on earth was that? You know, there's, yeah. there's usually a few expletives, which I won't share on here. But yeah, there's, there's, there's been some pretty interesting reactions to what actually came up in the session. Yeah, so and Jackie and I tend to be on the spiritual path, but doesn't mean that we don't we work with anything and everything. And it, you know what? Every aspect is covered in when we do a hypnosis session. That's why I always ask people to be open to possibility, but it doesn't mean you have yes. to be in Absolutely. Absolutely. One of my other areas that I really like to work in is uh, people who have anxieties, depression, PTSD, those sorts of things, because I can I can help them to get to where they need to go without actually reliving it and without talking to me about it. Yes. And we just work on it and get rid of it. You know, cut those memories are there, but the triggers are gone. So that's a wonderful, yep. wonderful thing too. Yeah, it's great. Um, Martin was talking about the quantum. What were you talking about now? Get in here and say something. Quantum the, physics. Quantum. Yes, you were talking about the quantum stuff. Go on, no, say something. Just talking about real or imagined. Yes. If you have some doubts about that, of course, the mind just gives, whatever your mind believes is reality for you. But look at quantum and try and find some reality in quantum. <laughs> they can't find it. It's interesting. <laughs> oh, I think that's a whole other show, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got a minute. So can you wrap up uh, everything you want to say? Or oh, 30 seconds? You got 30 seconds. Uh, you know what? Um, let let's me just say the next one. Okay. Let's just say yeah. that, you know, I work with anything and everything. I have my specialties. 
but I love I love working with anything that crosses my path and okay. it is for the client. Okay, so we're going to go to break and we'll see you on the other side. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to InezSimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. Listening to Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol. To reach the show today, please call into 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to Inez, that's I N E S, at inezsimpson.com. Now, back to this week's program. Well, welcome back, and we're going to hit the woo woo section now. <laughs> For all of you people who are interested in the spirituality of it. So I'm actually going to talk to um, Jackie about what happened between us in the past. Is that when I was teaching in the UK, I had a German lady start to channel in class, which is always kind of exciting for everybody else. (laughs) And they love that stuff. But, uh, and Jackie said, you know, I looked at that session, she said, and I recognized that language. So I'm going to let Jackie take it from there. Yeah, I um I watched your video and as and it it uh, it struck me that I had I, I don't necessarily understand it consciously, but I had definitely heard it before and I'd heard it coming out of my own mouth um at certain points in my life. And so it was interesting to me because um I thought okay, well, how am I going to how am I going to figure this out? So, of course, working with you was wonderful because um you know, in working with you and getting deep, deep, deep in and me believing in, of course, all the spiritual stuff, I was able to um, bring in a channel 
Um, her name is Nahiti, and she is the she is the channel that speaks in that language. So it's it's been very um, it's been an interesting journey with her for sure. <laughs> Pretty exciting. You know what? What I my aspect of that that I enjoy is that she leads us through what we need to do for working with with that person. So when something happens, it's like oh, so it's a bonus for me. <laughs> this is great. It's all totally led by you. You just do everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She she kind of just takes over everything and and just kind of gives us the information that we need. But what I really like is that um, she's opened my mind up to possibilities that I may not think of, especially when I'm working with my own clients. A lot of the times. I'll be working with a client and I'm just not getting anywhere or, you know, I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. And all of a sudden I'll get this channel coming in with all these questions. We'll go here, ask this, go here, ask that, you know, this is kind of what we need to talk about. And this is sort of where we need to go. And it's wonderful because she just sort of takes over the session and it, it, it brings so much more for the client, which is nice. Mm -hmm. I really like that. She's not overbearing, but she definitely, you know, keeps me on my A game when I'm working with clients. And what she did say was um, one that I thought was quite an interesting thing in the aspect of us as, as therapists and humans, yes. that uh, we tend to be too kind sometimes. Yes, she's, she's big on, um, she's big on, um, she, she can be kind. She doesn't identify as being kind. She said that as humans, especially with those people around us, and of course with our clients, we want to develop that rapport and we don't want to push them too far we don't want mm -hmm. to hurt their feelings and she said no there's times where you have to be unkind in order to get the work done and really advance the client and, and in that aspect she's given me the words mm -hmm. to be unkind in a kind way I guess yes I know and the whole idea is that we need to just stay with that person a little bit and, and support them it's more about being unkind it, it, because sometimes we're too, if we're too timid, is what she's talking about, right? If we're too, we won't get that person to get to that side of the right. forgiveness or whatever it is. Yeah, and well, there's so, that a little bit of an enabling factor, too. Yes. You know, as humans, we enable people to continue living in the life that they want, even though they're complaining about not liking it. So, yeah, yeah I think that, that kind of leads to that a little bit as well. Yeah. Because there's parts of us are always going to be afraid to change. There's yes. always going to be that. So if you're too kind is what she's saying and you don't push that little bit that's needed, uh, you're not going to get the person where they want to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. So and we I don't say it's totally up to them and it is, you know. Yes, it is. It's their choice. Whether or not they incorporate that that push is, is completely up to them. But what she's saying is it needs to be done, which yeah. I completely understand when I'm working in sessions. It's like, okay, here's the time. Now you need to push. Here's the question. Here's the question. Here's the question. And I notice when I do that, I get so much farther with my clients. They break through those barriers that were, are just holding them. You know, that, that buffer zone is kind of pushed. So can I mention something about the language she speaks? Is that okay? You want to yeah, sure. Well, you know, the whole thing is when I heard the one in Germany, I'd already heard that language before, too. Now, it was with a medium friend of mine who has the guidance comes through every now and then. She was a little more, um, it was the same language, but different attitude. 
So when we asked Nahidi about that, she said there was a group of them and they were the language that she spoke. It sounded quite Native American to me. And she said, well, the reason it sounds like that is because I speak the language that they, all the languages came from. So it was mm-hmm. a soul language, right? Yes. I get yeah. that right? Yeah. Soul language. Yes. So I think that explained a lot to me. So it wasn't necessarily the same person. So we, we have very limited in our thinking a lot of times. So mm-hmm. it's about just open up the possibilities and, and we do, we're a little bit like detectives. Eh, Jack? That's what you do. We're letting you Yeah, like we're sleuthing. <laughs> and she says too that we're, we're, of course, as humans, we're kind of confined in the human structure and in the human brain and, and with all those feelings and emotions and all that stuff that gets in the way where she is very unencumbered because she doesn't have a human form and she's free to do whatever she wants and she doesn't let emotion get in the way of things. So it's very easy for her to just come in and say, do this, do that, do this, do that. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this person's going to just get up and leave, but they don't, which always surprises me, but (laughs) she knows what she's talking about. (laughs) True. And I don't have the same sort of way of view because I'm not a, I'm not very visual. So I do get, uh, questions in my mind will just show up and the reason I know the difference is I haven't been thinking about it and then there's the question right so, uh, I know in the same way that I should ask that question now notice it's questions so they can always be a yes or a no which doesn't that we are no longer leading this we are asking you where is least to go so if it's no it's no and we keep going yes so. absolutely yeah the funny thing is with Nahidi's questions is it usually leads to deeper work yeah for the client and yeah. the client will choose you're right whether or not they want to do that and yeah. generally i found that once i ask that right question yeah that down we go we're going deeper yet we're going down another rabbit hole and fixing all that stuff which is yeah you know, great. most clients are like are definitely wanting it i mean yes most, because really our intention is if you walk through our door then we really want to work with you so yeah. you know but there's but we're giving you that option to understand that. It's more of an understanding for you that when you walk through that door, you still have the option. Absolutely. Yep. You still have the choice. And ultimately, even right through the entire session, you still have the choice. You have the ability to choose and, whether or not you want to do it. And everyone decides on some level on um, the amount of change they're going to allow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's not up to us. You no. know, it's, it's just, I know when I first started hypnosis, I'd say, well, I couldn't understand why some people would move a mile and other people only an inch. But it was their choice. They couldn't take too much choice uh, change right. at one time. Yeah. So, you know, it's different for everybody. And this way we work is we always allow you to do exactly what's right for you. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But Nahidi's uh, been really, I've thanked her a lot for it's been an enlightening experience being, you know, working with you and with the others that come forward to do that. I, it's, it's great fun. It is. It's yeah, it is. It's it is. I'm always excited when she decides to do whatever it is she's going to yeah. do, because I know that my client especially is going to get a better session than even I could imagine. And I get a lot of information as well. So It's better in our world because we get more outcome. Yes. But, you know, that's why we like it better because we get a much better outcome for the client than they are originally even thought of. Right, so, right. Because it's expanding their mind always. Yes. And she allows me to, she allows me to do what I'm doing and then she digs deeper. 
she digs into those little dark corners where things need to be brought out where I maybe wouldn't go or we wouldn't think to go. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. nice working in collaboration with. Yeah. with the channel yeah, so sure. that's what we call what Jackie does is an um, hypno medium, you know, yeah. let's have Nahidia perceive. Yes. I do have Nahidia up my sleeve. <laughs> yeah, she's or good. vice versa. I'm not sure which one it is. I think it's more the other way around. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, I think sometimes, I think sometimes we stand on an even playing field, even though, you know, like I said, she doesn't have a human form. Um, There's a lot of conversation that goes on back and forth. And of course, as I learn, and as I expand, the conversation gets more and more interesting all the time. So, so. um, you know, we're always, like you say, with your mediumship, uh, that you always get, goes through your filters, and then you have to figure it out. With Mm -hmm. Nahidi, that's different, because it's channeling, and she's talking to you. Nahidi just comes in like a bolt of lightning in the top of my head, for lack of a better word. And it, it is literal <laughs> conversation. So it, it's like a, a, a yeah. CD playing in the back of my mind constantly, for, for lack of a better analogy. Yeah. So, no, it, it's, it's definitely not like um, mediumship. This is just solid information downloads, literally. Yeah. This is yeah. how I explain it. So. Yeah. I wanted just to show the difference between the two. And... Uh, how different it is because then we still filter it by our own thinking, you know, but it comes out essentially quite clear. It does. And the the difference is that when I work with mediumship, it doesn't come out clearly and it's, it's, it's kind of broken up. Whereas with Nahidi, of course, you've seen it. I've been able to just channel and she uses my voice and she just tells you or whoever. And sometimes the veil's brought down. You don't even know what she's saying. When she's channeling that deeply. No, I'm not privy to that information until after. Until after she's. It's because she doesn't want me to consciously interfere. So she kind of shuts me down, does what she needs to do, and then I get the information after. And I've got that from her is that, you know, if you're open, she'll tell you. Yes. If you're not, well, she won't tell you all that stuff. So don't be afraid of getting Mm -hmm. lambasted by someone who's not. She still honors everybody's feelings and, and, and choice of knowing or not. Yes. Yeah, there's no real laws broken there. So that's oh. good. No, she's, oh. she's amazing. It's, it is really, a, it's been a real treat and a real pleasure to um, have gone what I've gone through in order to get there. Um, but I look at that as a gift also, because had I not gone through the things that I had to, to get to where I am now, I may not ever have been able to develop that connection as well as I have. And it's, I mean, it's continual progress all the time. So Yeah, it is continuous. And, um, you know, not every um, Simpson Protocol practitioner does just Simpson. It'll do a, a holistic work. We, what we call holistic, right? We do it from right from any aspect of life. So, yes. But people who want to do spiritual work specifically is uh, you can really open it up. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's amazing too. Um, like you said earlier, um, sometimes people will come and they're not necessarily wanting spiritual work and that's where they end up going. And that's yeah. cool too. Yeah. Well, guess what? Break again and we'll go and see <laughs> you on the other side. Uh-huh. 
think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. We know lasers are in use in almost every aspect of the medical profession these days. Now there's a powerful, unique, and safe laser you can use at home. Quantum scalar wave lasers using Tesla technology allow the body to do what it does best, heal itself. Scalar wave lasers work down to the cellular level and can even reset cellular memory for outstanding outcomes. The quantum lasers use three different wavelengths in one laser for optimum results. It's government approved and safe for home use. For more information, visit Simpson Protocol slash lasers or click the banner on this show's webpage. Hi, Inez Simpson here, the host of Hypnosis Everywhere on Voice America, and I'm here to give myself a plug. I want to plug three things that give me joy in my practice. First is working one-on-one with clients to work with them to get the outcome they desire. And as you know from the show, hypnosis covers a broad spectrum. And as a Voice America listener, I'm offering you a free consult. If you're curious or you feel hypnosis may help you and you want to find out more, go to inezsimpson.com and click on my client page. Second, mentoring. I love to work with hypnotists, new or who've been in the field for some time, and they want to change things up or move ahead or whatever it may be. You can find out everything at inezsimpson.com forward slash mentoring. Third thing, the Simpson Protocol. I'm passionate about teaching hypnosis and especially Simpson Protocol, which I teach around the world. And you can find out all about that at simpsonprotocol.com. Talk soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. to hypnosis everywhere the simpson protocol to reach the show today please call into 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 you may also send an email to inez that's i-n-e-s at inezsimpson.com now back to this week's program well, welcome back to the last segment, and I'm sorry to say. And so I'm just going to give it over to Jackie right away so we can keep going because we only have about eight minutes <laughs> to let you know everything else we want to talk about. Go ahead. <laughs> I only have eight minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so um, during the break, uh, Inez had asked me to talk a little bit about fear. Um, fear is a very human um, thing. It's a very human uh, condition. And so when we, um, of course, working with my channel with Nahidi, I've come to understand that when we pass, um, we get to choose whether or not we get to take those fears with us. And those fears kind of are, are karmas in, in the next lives. But I won't get into that. But um, she also says that in order to change, in order to facilitate change, and in order to understand and incorporate it, we need to stand in our fears, um, as big as they are or as small as they are. And when we can overcome them and fill them with other things, that is when we will have true um, growth and change in our lives. And and we've heard that before from, you know, Buddhist style thinking and other, nice. other aspects, too. But yeah, absolutely. It's not about necessarily totally letting go of the fear because part of the letting go is 
that it becomes that you're stronger than the fear because you walk through it. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, she says that. She also says that fear is one of is fear is the largest emotion in the human world. It's larger than love. And it's it's what is causing kind of all of the dis-ease and the you know, the hate and the anger and all those things in our in our world today. And in order to overcome that, it's a personal choice every day from each and every one of us in order to move forward to let go of that fear and to stand in it and to stand up for ourselves as human beings and as individuals. And to stop following, um, and I always call it like sheep, and become the wolf in the pack. And basically, you know, you're moving out on your own, you're doing your own thing, and you're standing in that. Whether you're scared or not is irrelevant. Yes, it's an interesting concept for most people. Um, I, I've seen it many times that, you know, the fear is, you know, they say love versus fear, but it. It's beyond that. It's, everything is love and fear, for sure. Absolutely. It is. Um, a lot of people think it's love and hate, and actually it's love and fear. Yeah, because fear creates the hate. It's not, it does. It's, yes. Fear is the bottom, and love is the top. But Absolutely. they're the yin-yang of where we live. Yes. And so everything we... Uh, um, I know uh, many people who work in hypnosis or any of the healing modalities will agree with us on that pr- pretty much, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. So, um, so we've explained fear, but now we really want to know a little more about, is it, um, what did you want to just finish off talking about? I'll let you choose there. Is it past life or is it um, different aspects, whatever? Um, I just kind of wanted to, uh, you know, kind of further explain a little bit about mediumship and it's not even necessarily mediumship. So people lose their loved ones or, you know, a friend passes or a family member passes. And, and a lot of time I hear people say, I don't feel that connection anymore. They're just not there. Is there past life? Is there, you know, is there life after death? Um, and I'm not going to get into belief systems because that's completely your choice. What I'm saying, what I'm going to say to that just quickly is to just pay attention, even in everyday life, consciously pay attention. Because sometimes um, our loved ones, before they pass, they'll say, you know, when I get to the other side, I'll send you a sign. I'll make the light go on in the kitchen at four o'clock on Tuesday. And then it doesn't happen. And you think they're gone. They're, they're, I completely lost that connection. But in the meantime, a butterfly's gone by you, or a rose has appeared in the grass somewhere, and all of these things are going on around you, and you're so busy worried about the light going on in the kitchen on Tuesday at four that you're not paying attention to the signs that they're actually sending you. So if there's something just a little bit out of the ordinary in your life, and you're thinking about a loved one, pay attention to the thing that isn't ordinary in your life, because sometimes that's how the messages come through. And if you're a spiritual person and you want to explore that even further, you are more than welcome to contact me to do that or go and see a medium or whatever that, however that looks for you. But it's about paying attention to the signs of things that are just completely out of the ordinary. And um, maybe you better give them your website too, please, while we're on that subject. Sure. Uh, my website is uh, transcendencehypnosis.com. And I can be reached on there. And uh, I also have an email. It's Jackie, J-A-C-Q-U-I-E, at transcendencehypnosis.com. Perfect. And I'm on Facebook, so you now, can find Just in case there. There, some people, they, they want a personal question answered or that kind of thing. That yeah, absolutely. 
So um, is there anything that uh, we can give the listeners to um, help themselves? I think it's, um, it's about really doing some self-exploration for yourself. Are there things in your life that you are not happy with? Have you got dis-ease going on? Have you got a long chronic illness that's just not, that's just, just changed your way of life and changed your aspect and changed your attitude and really pay attention to those things. And it's all about choice. You know, you can choose to live in that and you can also choose to change that. Yeah. Many people have a belief system that only, only what they see can change things. Yeah, Although we have things like electricity and all those other things. Right. Well, there's doctors and there's all yeah. sorts of stuff, but hypnotists. Yeah. We work with the language of the mind. Yeah. So when Jackie's saying is, you know, you take a note, tell, and it's important because you're going to say, well, I don't want to hurt anymore, or I don't want to do this anymore, or yeah. that. So what you want to change it to, write it all down. And then change the language to what you want. Yes. Write all the things down that you hate about your life. And then at the very bottom, when you got the list all made up, at the very bottom, write in big, bold letters with a big red marker. What do I want instead? Yeah. Because your mind is always going to talk in the negative. And we want to promote it to the positive. Absolutely. And we do this in workshops all the time. And it sounds, you know, it's what, you know, the secret's about. It's what everything's about. is about changing it to a positive thinking. And not just positive thinking. It is a positive aspect. And thinking about that needs to come about in the positive. Yes. And you will be led to see what you need to do in your life and where you're going to go get that help from. Somebody like Jackie, somebody like me, somebody... It doesn't have to be. It has to be a choice by you and and, and use your gut feeling a bit. Mm -hmm. And the biggest word there, again, is choice. It's all about what you choose to do for yourself in that moment. So, you know, I was just like uh, we're talking about making an assessment. But chronic pain is one of those assessments that needs to be addressed because you always think this is it. After you've had something for 14 years or 10 years or three or four, you become comfortable with it, even though it may be painful, it may be all kinds, but you suddenly accepted it as part of your life. It becomes our identity. It becomes, yeah. So human identities change. Yeah. So you can choose to accept it or not is what I'm telling you. And can we get it and say, well, we can cure you? No, of course we can't because you are going to be doing, you might shift it to make it a lot less or you might do whatever. It's whatever the client will do. But chronic pain is a very insidious sort of thing because we've gotten so used to it that we've accepted it and the identity. And, you know, that gets me back on ranting. I don't want to take up your last two minutes, so go for it. That's okay. Uh, you know, and as and as hits the nail on the head, you know, um, we've all had things go on in our lives. We've all had traumas go on in our lives, and, and some people choose to process them differently than others. And then there's those people that choose to live in that, and then there's those people who choose not to live in that. And there are resources available. There are all sorts of people out there, um, healers, uh, looking and 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 just desperately wanting to help um, alleviate some of those symptoms and. Definitely not to cure, but certainly to make things much, much better for you. 
So perfect. And I wish the show was longer. Um, next week, we have Gina Ovens from Holland on. And we had Christoph last time. So I'm sort of doing a run of Simpson Protocol this last few weeks just to get it across to you that the different aspects. And um, it might be a little spiritual oriented again because Gina is very interesting. She's, she's lovely. She's the one that said that uh, Simpson Protocol is like um, canvas and it lets the person become who they are to do the work. So I hate to say this, but it's time to say goodbye. We'll see you next time with Gina. Thank you for being a part of the show today. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel for another edition of Hypnosis Everywhere, The Simpson Protocol with host Inez Simpson. We can't wait to have you join us again next week. 